Pod. Hello, Effers. Happy Turkey Day. Uh, or Happy Turkey Day's Eve. This is coming out. Which side of the dateline are we on at this point? This is coming out Wednesday, right? Yeah, but what about our fans that live in, like, Bali? Well, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving, Michael. There is probably an American there that is cooking up some kind of fucking pheasant. And it's going to be like, where's the F-words pod? What day is this? You know what? You're right. I didn't think about the Bali American Thank transplants. You. That's right. You, I was being, I was not being open-minded. It's very inconsiderate. I it just is. don't get it. How you could forget the Balinese, the Balinese. I was going to say Balinese. The Balinese. The Balinese Americans. The Balinese sauce. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. This, this is going to turn into our conversation about state capitals here in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, St. Pierre all the way. Anyways, I am your host, Internet Keith, and welcome to the NFL edition of Football and Other F-Words. Uh, today, we will be talking about NFL news, the crazy Monday night football game between the Chiefs and Rams, and we will also get into the Bears' brutal three-day turnaround. Uh, as is tradition, I'm joined by some hooligans. It's a skeleton crew this week. We've got, we've got, uh, we've got Zebo <laughs> here. What's your, what's your favorite uh, Thanksgiving meal? Or what's your favorite food at Thanksgiving? Beer. Beer. Or wine. I kind of like red wine when I'm uh, eating some turkey. But dark meat turkey. Deep fried. Okay. I want deep fried turkey. So, wine and turkey. Are you deep frying a turkey this year? Oh, we better be. Or I am <laughs> may just leave the first Thanksgiving and just go to the prime rib Thanksgiving. Mm. Do you have a uh, fire extinguisher? Have you no. checked that it's... No, we got like we got these <laughs> electric fryers. We have four of them at my parents' house. But here's, here's the thing I want to <clears throat> remind everybody when they watch those videos about the turkey and they're like, you always got a thought and all that kind of stuff. Every time they show the fireman lowering it in the pole, do they lower it in slowly? No, they fucking... <laughs> sl- they LeBron James that fucking turkey into the oil. Like, I can't imagine why it's spilling over. Yeah, you always got to go very gently. But in all seriousness, do not put a frozen turkey. No. Don't put anything frozen in oil, ever. Right. It's terrible. But deep fried turkey is oh, the it's, best. It's the absolute best. Well, the turkey guru and... Uh, the man accusing the fire department of LeBron Jamesing turkeys. It's, it's a fucking conspiracy. Uh, it's Mr. Lebowski. How are you doing, Mr. Lebowski? I'm good. I have to cook the turkey the standard way. Actually, I've mentioned this before. What I do like about the holidays is I can get a little wild in the kitchen. And everyone's like, oh, you're putting on a meal for 20 people. So they kind of leave you alone. So I can stuff that son of a bitch full of bacon and butter and all kinds of goodness. <laughs> and it's, it's great. If I tried to do that in like March... Like, just take a chicken and I start putting, like, bacon over or something. My parents are like, oh, my God, what are you doing? But on Thanksgiving morning when it's me in front of the oven at 530, stuffing a 22-pound bird in the oven, they don't give a damn. I could be stuffing it full of – I could put a live pig in it. They'd be like, it, does, it sounds delicious. I'd like to see so you try to fit a turkey over a live pig's head. <laughs> next time on our next <laughs> podcast – it's going to be a video one. Um, Keith, what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh, thank you. Uh, it is. Eh, who cares? Let's just go on. Oh. It was almost nice. <laughs> what, 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 but what is it? Yeah. It's mashed potatoes. What? That's yeah. it's great with gravy. Yeah, but okay. I mean, all I right. mean, like, I, okay, that's good and all, but you can get mashed potatoes and gravy anytime. Give me a Thanksgiving centric staple, like like block like broccoli and cheese casserole or something well, like. Uh, what? <laughs> don't listen. Don't listen to this side of the yeah. table over here. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I guess uh, stuffing maybe bro- broccoli and cheese casserole is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Solid. You get the uh, the French's onion crisp oh, yeah, on the top. For sure. 
It's a nice, nice little texture to yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. These guys are disgusting. No, right. you know what is disgusting? And I put this on Twitter earlier. Basically, I said, raise your hand if <clears throat> cranberry sauce has no space on your plate on Thursday or <laughs> any other damn day of the year. Because I'm sorry, I don't know how that became a Thanksgiving staple, but I, cranberry sauce just sucks. Yeah. It, it being canned is the worst. Like, don't even bother putting it on the table if yeah. you're at least if you're going to do canned. You know, I've done jalapeno cranberry sauce before, and that was pretty good. But you got to do something different. You can't just say, "Here's cranberry, here's some, you know, <laughs> right. in a can." Yeah, don't just dump some cranberry on it stuff and serve it up. That's yeah. not you're not helping anybody. Yeah, no. just making people feel bad for passing that around the table. Ugh. Uh, well, as always, today's podcast is brought to you by an F word. Today's F word is fifty. As in, the Chiefs are the first team to score over 50 points and lose in an NFL game. Um, well, let's get into... <laughs> I was a little late. A little, little late, late but yeah, that's okay. There. I mean, you know, you're, you're getting used yeah. to the soundboard over yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into the NFL news. Uh, I have purposely avoided this video because I was told not to watch it, and uh, I've learned my lesson after seeing some horrendous things. Uh, Alex Smith very much broke his leg. Yeah. About broke it as hard as you can possibly it, break it, it. The bone came through the skin. Yeah. It was a compound fracture. Yeah, I don't, I don't need that in my life. And he's what, 35? 34. 34. 34, yeah. He broke, he broke both sides of that bone that goes, is it your thigh? No, he's 33. No, wait a minute. No, yeah, 34. Is it, is it, is, is it the thigh or is it the... It's the same exact the shin. Joe Theismann injury. I mean, the it's, tibula and the fibula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He broke the tibia and the fibula just like uh, Joe Theismann did. So I, Joe Joe Theismann fa- is, of course, a, a Redskins right. uh, quarterback, and that's when he broke his thirty-three years to the day. That's to insane. the day. Joe Theismann was on the sideline uh, during this game this past Sunday. So same date, same score, twenty-three twenty-one. It was the same injured leg, the same two bones. And he, they were both injured on the third sack of the game. That's not crazy. only that. Romeo Cornell was on the sideline for both games. <laughs> um, no, I think, and I think it gets, I think it gets stranger than that, doesn't it? I'll have to look this up because I'm trying to quote this from memory, which my memory is horrible. I can be looking for my wallet and literally be holding it. But <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, the final score that the Redskins posted, yeah, that score has only happened three times all of which the Redskins posted, and every single time they posted it was on November the 18th. No way. I'm not kidding. I need to look it up. That I don't is wanna, I don't want to waste our listeners' time's, yeah. uh, time you know, looking up on the phone with some dead silence. It's always good radio. But yeah. um, Well, guess what? They got Google. They can fucking look it up. <laughs> fucking ask Jeeves. He'll tell you. <laughs> don't look it up if you're in your car driving right now. No, and that's the thing. I'm like you. People send me the video. They post it on Twitter. I don't need to, unless we're discovering some kind of medical advance by him shredding his leg. I yeah. don't need to see that video at all. Yeah, I don't need to see his foot on backwards. I, I've like, seen. Yeah. I saw the Gordon Hayward thing exactly. that happened last year, and I don't. I don't need that in my life and anymore. Who was the kid? Was it Kentucky? The kid who just posted to take the shot, and his leg just snapped. Oh in half. yeah, Ugh, I watched that live. Yeah. Never uh, again. Uh, Maurice Lattimore. Yeah, what, no, I'm was good. that his name? Maurice. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, um, but Ugh. let's stop talking about yeah. this. It's grossing right. me out, and I don't even know. I'm right. just picturing awfulness. I want to um, eat turkey legs and not think about legs. So. <laughs> um, but the good news in all this, if there is any, uh, is that the Sanchez is back. Mark Sanchez has been signed by the 
Washington team. I just wish everybody could <laughs> see the up. death stare I'm giving you for you saying that's good news. How is that not good news? Dude, listen. We already have to suffer through Colt McCoy, who, let me tell you something. I am so <laughs> sick of these fucking Texans fans saying, uh, Colt McCoy, he's a good quarterback. No, he's not. Colt McCoy is not a good quarterback, and he will never be a good quarterback. He's not even the best Texas quarterback you, to play in the NFL. Can you find me footage of Colt McCoy running into his lineman's own ass <laughs> and, and then fumbling, fumbling the ball? Well, that's that's yeah. true. But, I mean, it just doesn't get any better. I mean, we got the NFL has a serious backup problem, and I don't know how you're going to fix it. Yeah, his it. name is Mark Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> and, and teams need to fucking stop. Yeah. I was about to say he's going to turn into the Charlie Batch of the NFL again, but at least Charlie Batch could go out and complete a series without yeah. making the stadium fall down around him. <laughs> but yeah, we've got a we've got a big game with him and him versus the Cowboys. Oh it's going to be uh, Colt McCoy and Mark Sanchez versus oh the Cowboys. Wasn't Mark Sanchez on the Cowboys at one point? He's probably know. played for everyone. I think he was for like a a I don't think so. You don't think so? Uh, well, I'll look so. it up. Maybe it so. might have been. But y'all, like a, y'all talk about it. That's on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're <laughs> playing on Thanksgiving, which is, uh, it's almost been like, I think it's been like three years since the butt fumble or something like that, like to the day. So I hate to say this. I've, I've been a little devoid of, of news this week. 2016, I, he was play, he played for Dallas. For nice. how long? I don't 36 know. I just minutes? closed my phone and <laughs> slammed it down minutes? triumphantly. I don't no, know. He, got, I he threw two interceptions in 93 yards. There you That's go. That's his career stats with. That's yeah. the last time he played in the NFL. Was that? There was. Uh, and what's his favorite color? Uh, probably purple. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say purple or lavender. I guess it's if definitely you be specific. No, exactly. He's gonna get specific with you, and it's gonna be either cornflower blue. Yeah. Or it's gonna be lavender. Yeah. Either one of which he should be punched in the face for. <laughs> uh, so Kelvin Benjamin um, came out recently and speculated that he believes he has hit rock bottom in his NFL career. Well, what what does that mean? Can you elaborate? Because I didn't. I mean, I thought he hit rock bottom like the very first game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> so he's. So what? So what does that? He he envisioned it as. He was asking about somebody asked him about how he uh, how he saw his career going right now, and he was talking about the ups and downs of of being a professional athlete and everything, like he's, the up and downs of his weight, <laughs> much like that, and uh, he. Um, the ups and downs of the chicken breast yeah. as you put it to your mouth and take a bite and then put it back down on the table again. Talk about a guy who's going to love Thanksgiving. That guy's going to eat everything. I bet yeah. he would eat three cans of cranberry sauce. He's, he's going to eat his feelings. Who 100%. would eat more right now, me or Kelvin Benjamin? Because oh, I could destroy Benjamin. some Thanksgiving. I mean, I think Kelvin Benjamin by far. Yeah. <laughs> by far. Yeah. All right, current day Lindell White <laughs> or Kelvin Benjamin? Ooh, I haven't seen Lindell in, in forever. Either. I'm going to assume that the tequila consumption has yeah. not stopped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see Lindell probably beating uh, Kelvin. I don't know. And then Ben Chung pays I mean, what's the, what's the scenario? Are we, like, sitting down at a table like civilized people? Or all is there, I know like, is that a Kelvin's... tub full of food that we all, like, you, you have to attack at the well, same time? Okay. If, if Kelvin hasn't hit rock bottom after showing up at camp at, like, 300 pounds and yeah. he's now at rock bottom, this is going to be epic. I he's going to be a lineman. But even, even Thanksgiving is pretty uncivilized. Right. Yeah. yeah that's true. Do you ever eat in a civilized manner at Thanksgiving? No. So, no. Well, just think of how depressing Thanksgiving is in Buffalo. Yeah. Like, uh, there's nothing there. It is literally a ghost town. Yeah. And and he's got to deal with the uh, quarterbacking of. Uh, I think Josh Allen's going to be back. Josh Allen and and who's the other one? I don't know. After they cut Nathan Peterman, I don't know. Oh, uh, Matt Barkley and yeah, uh, Matt Barkley and Derek Anderson. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see that being rock bottom. Derek Anderson still exists? Yeah. yeah. Oh, how about that? 
Yeah, he was going to play until he got hurt, and that's why Matt Barkley came in. Yeah. We, we live in a world where a team puts up more than 50 points and loses, and Derek Anderson and Mark Sanchez still exist in the league. What's yep. happening here? Yeah, Blank average so still in the league, too. It's almost like there's no quarterbacks ever coming out of college ever again, and these are just <laughs> the ones we have left, so we're making the best of it. This is insane. Um, well, let's move on to another quarterback thing, uh, Tampa Bay has flip-flopped once again on their QBs. They've announced that Jameis Winston is now the starter. And they and I know that fantasy football it does not mean anything, but they are they are effectively just destroying any chance I have of getting out of last place. <laughs> because I I mean I had Jameis and then Jameis gets bad and he's good for one game, then he's bad. They mm-hmm. kick him off to the curb. Then here comes uh Fitzpatrick back. He's good one game. Pretty good all right last week. And then he shits the bed this week and then they put Jameis in. Dirk Cotter's got to be gone, right? He's got to be go. He's got to go. Yeah, I mean, you got to stick it. You got to stick one of them in there and go with it. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't oh, what are you sense. even playing for? Yeah. Don't know. Don't yeah. know. If you got a relative who's got two shitty yappy dogs that just take a dump all over the kitchen all the time, every time you're over there, they're shredding your backpack, they're peeing on stuff. But your parents like them. Or whatever relative it is, right? How do you not sneak over there at 2 o'clock in the morning and just accidentally leave the door open? Yeah. Like, I feel like someone needs to accidentally trade or cut both of them. <laughs> and just, they, the you know, the, the Tampa Bay shows up yeah. at the facility. They're like, where's Fitzpatrick? We got rid of both of them. It, it's going to hurt for 30 seconds. Yeah. And then you're going to figure out that, who was the third string quarterback? Uh, Ryan Griffin. There you go. I'm surprised I would have never guessed. Well, it's just because people have been talking about, like, why not just let him start? There you go. <laughs> Unleash so, Really? I mean, why not? No, but in all seriousness, what a massive dumpster fire they've got at quarterback. I, I mean, I know the Titans have their troubles. I know that other teams in the league have certainly got problems, especially if you're bringing back the Sanchez. But, like, <laughs> I, I, seriously, I, I think Tampa Bay's got a serious problem on their yeah. hands. Because – Jameis is not going to get it done, and I will say I don't think he'll ever get it done. And Fitzpatrick is never going to be consistent. He is what he is. Yeah. So where the hell are you? You're going to – what's what's the guy's name, third string? Ryan Griffin. Okay, so th- is that your future? You I know? think so. So yeah. it looks like they're about to look for another quarterback and a head coach. Congratulations, Tampa Bay. That's a disaster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, another another disaster in the in the – News this week. We've got the Cleveland Browns, who officially come out and denied discussing uh, Condoleezza Rice, the former Secretary of State during the Bush administration, for the open head coaching job next year. But but there's an article that says direct quotes that they are. <laughs> they, so I don't get why they're even trying to just lean into it. They, just say, yeah, they we're officially do denied it on Twitter. Condoleezza Rice, we're going to look at Oprah for defensive coordinator. <laughs> uh, we may talk to... Uh, Lady Helen Mirren. I mean, just lean into it at this point. <laughs> I mean, I just don't get why you're now denying it, even though there's straight quote article, uh, straight uh, quotes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rice also came out and denied that it was ever offered to her. Um, <laughs> well, she's she's just trying yeah. to keep her street cred up. She doesn't want to be associated with the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad as some of you. Never mind. Um, yeah, but so Adam Schefter was the person who tweeted that out. I guess yeah, who broke that story. And so he's like almost never wrong, right? So no, I, no, he's, he's, he's not, wrong. But I he mean, had a couple of big misses yeah. this week. That was one of them. I can't remember the other one, but he had, he had a couple of big misses this week. Interesting. Well, someone else no. wrote the article in the ESPN, though, and they had quotes from people. 
That's that's weird. What a weird situation. I like, I think of, it's I kind of cool. feel like that that's something that came out of the organization. Probably is either misconstrued, like yeah. may, maybe maybe they thought about bringing her in as some kind of advisor to looking for a new head coach or now something. That, that could and maybe it just it. spiraled right. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you turn around and you're like. Who leaked this? Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> we are not hiring this person as head coach, but you can't come out and say Condoleezza Rice and start laughing, right? Because yeah. then that just opens up a whole other can of worms. So interesting. I, could, yeah. could you imagine Baker Mayfield and Condoleezza Rice on Hard Knocks? Because you'd have to go back to Hard Knocks. <laughs> could you imagine Cleveland. if Condi had a very foul mouth? Like that's <laughs> that's the part actually I would really like if she was like just Greg Williams vulgar. Yeah. That'd like, seeing awesome. Condoleezza Rice just dress someone down. She's like, motherfucker, I launched Tomahawks, okay? <laughs> like, I, I don't have time for your shit. <laughs> oh, um, but alas, it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's too bad. Um, other Browns news, we've got uh, Hugh Jackson, the, the proud, proud former head coach of the Browns coming back to town with the Bengals to play them. Uh, how exciting is this revenge game going to be? I think I've already forgot about Hugh Jackson after last week's podcast. Until you mentioned it tonight, I would never even realize. Yes, Browns versus Bengals, but I would never realize, oh, yeah, Hugh, Hugh Jackson's on the team. Yeah, He's such a fucking afterthought. <laughs> I want him out of my life like I want Mike McCoy and Vance Joseph out of my life. But does that, I mean, if you're in the Browns locker room, does that get under your skin? I think it does. I, I think it, I think they probably are wanting to. You I know, mean, because yeah. that's. I understand that this is basically the Bengals looking out for a friend, yeah, and giving a buddy a job, but that's a shitty look. That's a real shitty look to show back up at your employer, a former employer, a couple of weeks after the fact, and mm. you're just going to be on the opposite sidelines like nothing's wrong. Yeah. Like I don't know exactly what the game plan is. I hope I hope like he goes up that like someone catches him going up to talk to Baker, you know, pregame, just kinda you know, chit chat and Baker <laughs> just just totally walks away. Just ices him. Just doesn't even say anything, just walks yeah. away. Just total cold shoulder. It's like showing up at your divorce hearings with your new girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like is this the proper avenue to be yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> I hope the Browns get in his ass. Yeah. Speaking of uh relationship troubles we've got john gruden and Derek carr who are seen getting into heated conversations <laughs> quote heated conversations and someone quoted is that was that a direct quote it's a from direct someone? quote from someone i don't know who i'm not, not good at my job but uh <laughs> they were in a heated conversation on the sidelines after Carr was penalized for taking two timeouts back to back didn't he also do something else really weird in this game? I I, I wasn't really paying attention because it's the Raiders, yeah, so I'm not ever going to fucking watch it. Right. But I feel like he did – maybe he's either last week or this week, but he did something really, really fucking dumb besides calling two timeouts back-to-back. Yeah. Back. I mean, probably that's kind of what he does. Yeah. But uh, – Of course, midday 180, they really think that Derek Carr should be a Tennessee Titan over Marcus Mariota. Oh, why? Yeah, they, they, that's what they say, and they've never addressed it since they've said it. All three of them were saying that he's a better quarterback than Marcus. And at this point, I don't think you can say that Derek's a better quarterback than Mark Sanchez. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't shown anything. He had one I mean, good he year. Did have a, he did have a good year a couple of years ago. Yeah. Where I, I just don't – I don't think 
Sanchez ever showed any kind of no I, besides running into a lineman's ass and fumbling <laughs> the ball. I'm never going to leave that alone. Yeah. It's hilarious. I don't care if it's beating a dead horse. I'll beat the shit out of it. So well, how how intense have y'all seen it? I have not. I have not either. But, but we are really bad at our jobs. No, we're I terrible at our job. I mean, I think you can end it with this. If, <laughs> if, if Gruden ever decides to get into an argument with you, I think all you got to do is look him in the eye and be like, I'm sorry, which one of us traded Khalil Mack? Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, I mean, they've played it down after the game, obviously, but I don't feel like you should be getting in an argument with John Gruden uh, on the sidelines, yeah. if you're Derek Carr, considering the fact that he's shown the willingness to trade away players at the drop of a hat. Well, what has Darren regardless? Carr said? I don't know. No Is word that, from that, Darren. No, no word from Darren. No word from uh, superstar brother Darren. <laughs> Darren. Is this Gruden thing as bad as it looks? I think it's. I think it's kind of a wild thing to be watching unfold. We just saw somebody. We just saw an organization pay a ton of money to a head million coach. Dollars. I mean, is he who's tanking them now? Yeah. It, to me, I think it falls into one of two categories. He's tanking and tearing this team down to build what he wants. Yeah. Or he's tanking a team and tearing it apart and not really sure what he's doing. I almost – I think right now, until I see what happens at the draft and through free agency, I am dead center of that argument because I could really see him not really knowing what he's doing because we've seen it before. Mm-hmm. But then I could also see that, okay, well, maybe, you know, before he had a general manager he had a fight with, an ownership he had a fight with, and now maybe he doesn't have that and he will build a good team. But, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to see what free agency – is. It's just so weird because, yeah. like, I understand that you can go into the year thinking you have one team and then realize that this is not going to be the team to get it done and have to, like, tear it down. But bringing in, like, the veterans, like Jordy Nelson and Doug Martin and stuff, that's, the, that's what, like, Jordy win Nelson, now no, stuff, Isn't right? he already gone? Yeah, he's Did cut. he retire? Yeah, they cut him, I think. <laughs> but um, They cut him? They didn't even let him retire? I'm pretty sure that he either got injured or they, uh, they cut him. Gotcha. I can't remember which one. But, uh like you don't bring in these like super old guys unless you're like making a push. Yeah, that's just such a weird thing. It, to do. it was a weird off season for the Raiders, and it's a weird, it's the weirdest regular season I feel like I've ever. So seen. to me, that points to he's accidentally taking this team, which is far worse. I don't think it's an accident. I think either way, it's a purposeful tank. I think he's taking a bulldozer to a house with no blueprints on how to rebuild yeah. it. Yeah. I think he's going to be the guy standing out front, and his wife's like, we don't have a house to live in. He's like, I'll figure the fuck out, okay? <laughs> Just give me some time. I'm a grinder, you know? Why don't you call your mother, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, know why. I don't know why the Oakland Raiders are this hypothetical poor wife that's just getting verbally abused in the front yard, but moving on. You're not wrong. Um, You're not wrong, Walter. So uh, let's talk about some good football. Let's talk about right. the Chiefs and Rams Monday night game that we just watched. It makes me really jealous as a Titans fan that we watched that God, last night. And, me too. Um, but it's it's unbelievable, and it, it goes back to I got kind of got into a little argument about the any given Sunday thing with the the Chiefs and uh, the Rams that any team could really come in and beat them any given Sunday if that team is good. I don't really feel like that's true for a lot of teams in the NFL because even if you put up a average to good or to above average defense against them, if your offense is not up to par, you're not going to catch them. And I, I, I just think that right now it's them two teams and the Saints. And after watching last night's game, 
I think it's going to be Saints and um, – I really think the Saints are that, that good. And yeah. I think it's going to be Saints versus Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I can see that happening for sure. But I'll, uh, I'll take it. I, um, I'll be a little contrarian for a second. Watching that last night was fantastic. It's like eating deep-fried turkey. You can't get enough of it. But then after about your fourth pound of turkey, you're thinking, I think I can't have enough. I'm a little slightly worried that if this is the future direction of the NFL, that are we about to watch basketball on grass? Like, are we about to just watch 75-point games? And, you know, I don't – as exciting as last night was, I don't know that I want to watch a complete offensive – shootout the whole time with no defense there were turnovers there were people that scored on defense but I liked last night if it was a bit of a fluke outside the ordinary if two years from now we're having five to six games a year that turn out like that I don't know how how special that's gonna be I mean Aaron Donald was still getting eating and getting his and so I think it almost comes down to the fact that these teams can score so quickly so that you're getting all these high possession games I think that's a lot to do with it um, the, but I also, the NFL is very trendy. So, you know, for the, for the like long how trendy, yeah, like trendy. Nashville right now, trendy. Yeah. Probably. Like so trendy that you Maybe. just keep opening up burger places and people are like, why are you opening up burger shops? There's we enough. Don't, we don't need another artisan burger shop. Stop it. Let me tell Stop you. Stop bringing me burgers on a slab of wood. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But, um, I don't want your truffle fries. I think, I think like. Uh, for the longest time, it was defense wins championships, and then it was build it around the running back. Running backs are king, and now we're seeing that it's the quarterback and and it's the the coaching and spread offense and all this stuff. I I, th- I think this won't last mainly because I don't think there's enough NFL offenses that operate at this level. I agree. I I say that, and actually, my true feelings on it, my gut feeling on it, is that what we watched last night was actually truly special. Yeah. That we watched a young quarterback in Mahomes who is just <laughs> slinging the ball. With, yep. I really like seeing a quarterback who can throw two or three picks, fumble the ball twice, get scored on both of them, and comes right back out and keeps throwing yeah. 60 and 70-yard bombs. I really like that. So I think truly last night we did actually see something very special to where you saw a Rams defense that, I mean, Sam, it, is it? No, Samson no. Uh, Epicum? Yes. Or Ebucam? I was just going to butcher that. It. But watching that defense just eat – and watching those two offenses just shoot it out, it, I couldn't get enough. I actually wanted it to go to overtime. Yeah, yeah. For one of them was for a selfish reason because of fantasy football, but the other one was I really I kind of wanted to keep that game going, especially after being a Titans fan and having to watch that debacle on Sunday. That actually got me excited to watch football again. I couldn't get enough of it. Yeah, Keith, what did you think of the game? I thought it was awesome. Uh, I mean, like you said, there there were to be a bit of a pessimist. There was some ridiculous amount of uh of penalties called in the first half there was something like uh there's 21 penalties called in the first half for 195 yards which that obviously contributes to the ridiculously high scoring that we saw but um I mean the second half was great the second half was like exactly what you wanted to watch you know it it looked like a Madden game being played on easy but that was the that was the NFL and their infinite stupidity of Okay, we did the right thing and we moved it from Mexico. Uh, hold on a second. We're going to put together this quote unquote all star cast of referees and put them out there. And what did the officiating crew do? They were out there running around. At one point, they confused a tip ball signal with somebody calling timeout or vice versa. One <laughs> yeah. of the two, it's like, 
really, this is your all-star crew? Like, yeah. the NFL just cannot help but to run themselves over on the, you know, run their own feet over every time they scream from the rafters that they're doing something awesome. And, and you got to see a bunch of different players that are probably near the top of their position. And like I said earlier, Aaron Donald was, was crazy good last night. Yeah, I mean, just I, manhandling I, people. Yeah, I focused on him for pretty much every yeah. Chiefs possession because, like, the guy is special. He's he's like nothing I've ever seen before. He's an insane athlete. Yeah, and it's incredibly fun to watch him play. But you had him. You had Tyree Kill still putting on a show. Uh, Mahomes and Goff, two young quarterbacks, just really going at it and putting it all on the line. Brandon Cooks. It, yeah, Brandon Cooks. But uh, forgotten man on that offense for the Rams is Robert Woods and. And he is really doing a great job of running his routes and being a reliable catcher. And he's pretty fast, too. And he's kind of game-breaking at the same time that everybody else is. But he's like the forgotten man because he doesn't have the sexy name, Robert Woods. (laughs) (laughs) He also (laughs) suffered from uh, some Bills-itis where he played in the Bills organization for a few years and did not get used correctly. But, um, yeah, dude, that, that game was great. I uh, loved every minute of it. Does this does this game change you on? I think we all were. Were we all Mahomes last last time? We were all Breeze last time. I think we, we were, were all, all Breeze, Breeze the week later. Yes, after we went all Mahomes. Yes, we went all Mahomes and then we flipped to Breeze yeah. recently. And yeah, gotcha. Uh, does the, the this change your Mahomes conversation, Lebowski? Is he MVP? God, I don't know. I really I hate to answer this because I'm. I'm doing something in my mind that I can't stand when fans or teams or groups do, which is I want Drew Brees to get the MVP just because I think he's been passed over it unfairly in the past. But I can't deny that Mahomes isn't just having a good season. Like he's having a, a stellar, stellar coming out party. And I keep going off the argument of pull that player off the team can that team survive without him? And I, I, I don't think the Chiefs are anywhere where they're at without Mahomes. Not, not even close. So, I don't know. I, I really, it's a toss up for me, fifty fifty. I, I still think Breeze is it. And look, we still have the luxury of we've got several more weeks to go. Yeah. But if you had to make me give you a decision based off what I witnessed last night, and if if I'm not mistaken, that's his second six touchdown game, correct? Yes, yeah. that's, that's one that's less, out of control. That's one less touchdown than uh, in one game than Marcus has thrown all year. That's out of control. Like that, <laughs> that's crazy. That's <laughs> I mean, think about that. Offensive player of the year. He's not true rookie. I was going to say rookie of the year. Offensive player of the year, without a doubt. I think he's the MVP at this at this point of the season. I think he's the MVP. Now we'll we'll see how the rest of the season goes. But Jesus, do we have any other indication that he's going to keep doing the, what he's doing? It's pretty impressive. He it's one of those rare things where I think that you can make a, a valid, smart case for both people. Is is are we at co MVP? Ooh, it right could now? be co MVP because McNair I think Manning. I think if it, if the voting comes down to it. I think you're going to see a closer I, a split. I think you could see I'd it. actually be okay with that. Yeah. I would be I fine know. with a co-MVP right now. Breeze would be okay with it, but yeah. I'd be okay with it. Uh, Breeze, Breeze has – I will say that Breeze has narrative Yeah. in that he has the – it's his time. He deserves it. He's, you know, he's put together his great immaculate career. 
He's having one of the greatest seasons of all time. There just also happens to be another guy who's having one yeah. of the greatest seasons of all he's time. He's just not having that Nintendo, you know, high scoring season. And, right, but he's, but he's having a damn good season. Yeah, like for the for the quarterback position, seven, over seventy percent completion percentage. Yeah, one interception this far. Just along, one interception. Just one. I mean, Mahomes had two in the last game. We just <laughs> saw him have two. Now so, you got me hyped to possibly see a co MVP all Super Bowl. Like you could, that could be that, that would be phenomenal. That'd yeah. be a hell of a pamphlet. We'd, we'd I, I would that would be one of the best Super Bowls to watch. That would sure. be awesome. I think it's gonna be a fun Super Bowl regardless if because I think you're gonna see the Chiefs there. I just don't yeah. see another offense that can really keep up with them. I know the Patriots beat them by three points, and now they've lost to the Rams, but. I mean, everybody in their division, if they don't walk away with home field advantage throughout the whole playoffs, I'd be very surprised. Well, I, I was saying this to Keith last night. I, how can how could either the team walk off the field last night and be disappointed with that, yeah. regardless of who wins or loses? Because you're both 9-1. You're about to yeah. be handed your second loss of the season. I mean, get the hell out of here. That That's incredible. So, right. yeah. It was fantastic. One of the best games I've seen. And I would like to take this opportunity to shit on the Bills. Go for All it. All right. So, touchdowns scored last night were 14. 14 touchdowns that's were scored last night. By ridiculous. both teams, that's, right? That's outrageous. By both teams, yes, of course. No, by Mahomes alone. But um, <laughs> touchdowns scored by the Buffalo Bills all season, 13. Whew. Yikes. Uh, the Buffalo Bills quarterbacks have had five touchdown passes all year, including two by their fourth-string quarterback. Mahomes had six TDs on his own last night. <laughs> so congratulations, Buffalo. Yeah, things are as bad as they could possibly be. I, I mean, talk about a team that I, I have no desire to ever see play. Them and the Raiders, I have no desire to see them play. I don't either. I, with the Raiders moving, obviously, I, I want to see the spectacle in yeah. uh, in Vegas. But I, Oakland and. Buffalo are two cities that I don't even care if I ever visit. Niagara Falls, eh. I mean, whatever. You got Buffalo Wings and you got a waterfall. Congratulations. Yeah. I've got both of those here in Tennessee. I can't remember where I saw it, but there was a post that said something about, uh, I just finished, I watched, like I'm a Bills fan or something, and I just watched the uh, Monday Night Football game of Chiefs versus Rams, and they're like, it's hard to imagine that this is the same sport that I'm watching when I watch the Bills play. <laughs> It's like, hey, we feel you as Titans fans on some weeks. So. Yeah, absolutely. But we got Bills Jaguars coming up this week. Oh my god, which is going to be some delicious. Uh, oh my god, I really hope the Bills win. Oh my. What god. is our, what's our Turkey Day lineup? I know we've got the middle game is Redskins Cowboys. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's all. That's a given, right? That's so, the that's the staple Thanksgiving yeah. game, right? Yeah, it goes uh, Bears at Lions, Redskins at Cowboys, and Falcons at Saints. So we get Breeze. It's going to be fun. Nice. Breeze versus Julio. That's nice. Good. That's we get to end the day with turkey leftovers and Breeze and Julio. Yeah. All right. I mean, we got a we got a battle for the NFC East and the Redskins-Cowboys. They're one and two, and uh, the Cowboys are only a game back, so it's going to be interesting. God, I'm going to just lay flat on the floor with a bottle of Knob Creek watching that game. <laughs> <laughs> Naked. I don't know. If, I don't know if my parents would be okay with me being undressed. They've seen it before. Yeah, but <laughs> your mom birthed in, you. Not in my thirties. <laughs> not in my thirties at all. That's so disappointing. You didn't come out of the womb. That is thirty so, years old. That is so disappointing to see your son <laughs> in his late thirties covered in turkey grease, <laughs> laying on the floor. Like oh, your man. mother listens to this podcast, doesn't she? Yeah, she That's yeah, disturbing. Sure she does. I'm so sorry. What's up, ma? 
She kept uh, tweeting me porn links. I didn't really no, understand. No. <laughs> that is not something that she would do. That is not true. <laughs> she's a sweet woman. She doesn't have she has a Twitter, I think. Does yeah, she, she does. Twitter? She Damn. follows us on Twitter. Do you have Twitter? I technically do. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just because you have a Twitter handle doesn't mean you have Twitter. I'm just surprised your avatar is just not the I mean, basically still. at this point, it's like if you have a car key for your car in high school, <laughs> just because you still have that car key doesn't mean you have a car. Yeah, it does. No. That's how that works. No, that doesn't. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So if you still own that car key, can you just find it and show up and start driving it? Yeah. You still have the keys to it, right? Yeah. They You're don't not going to change the the like starter on a car. If you sell your house and they don't change the locks and you still have the keys to it, do you have legal access to it? I feel like you do. I feel like you do. It's still B and E, LOL. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't break anything. You just entered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you trespassed. You, d- um, you just trespassed. So I wanted, if you'll, if you'll, uh, if you'll allow me, I wanted to get into a minor thing about uh, the Turkey Leg Award. It's usually it's a Thanksgiving tradition that they they've been giving out on the various networks during the ter- uh, Thanksgiving Day games. Uh, it started in 1989. John Madden was on Fox. He started giving out turkey legs to people. Um, it changed to the Galloping Gobbler Award when uh, Madden left, and um, yeah, it was it's as bad as it sounds. It was this like little shitty looking trophy that is a turkey in a football helmet doing the Heisman pose. Yeah, it was embarrassing. But um, and then of course CBS did its own knockoff version of this, which was uh, the All Iron Award, which was given out by Phil Sims, where he would give uh, players a skillet of blackberry cobbler his for that his mother, mother made blackberry cobbler yeah i know that's, that's a favorite of yours it's one of the, it's the top one of the top <laughs> three things that pisses me off every time it's mentioned <laughs> just because phil sims is such a shit mouth and then he has the audacity to show up with a skillet of his mother's blackberry cobbler to give you like you're just going to be interested in that and keep in mind this man's gone through a vigorous workout of playing football for hours and now you're going to give hot him skillet of sugary covered blackberries <laughs> with no fucking like drink. I just mean, eat this dessert real quick. Like he might as well just be like, you know, I'm going to give you the Phil swims wool sweater here. Take <laughs> off your Jersey. I know you're just pouring sweat, put on this wool sweater. Do you feel that itch? That's the all itch award that you're getting from this wool sweater. Now eat this blackberry cobbler. Now I wish that they did an ugly Christmas sweater award. Oh, that would be nice. I mean, that yeah. would be nice, but Phil Simpson would but of wool. fuck it up. Yes, wool. Wool. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. Be deer hair. Last year, <laughs> unfortunately, neither Fox nor CBS did either of those. Did they not? No, they, they changed the galloping gobbler to the uh, Fox game ball, which is so fucking boring. It's like it's Thanksgiving. Just just they embrace the, the weirdness. Butterball and give them a turkey. There right? you go. Yeah. There but you go. Free a raw, advertising. Unwrapped turkey. Like they have to touch the raw <laughs> turkey skin. Now the Fox Vanilla Ice Cream Award. Like how basic can you get with a game ball? Right. No, oh, but listen. Thank God Fox has still got that fucking robot. Right. <laughs> yeah. God forbid they get rid of that robot. <laughs> and that. John Cena song they play. Not John Cena. John Cena. John Cicada. <laughs> <laughs> Basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, let's let's get to the uh the Bears who are playing on Thanksgiving. Um they just played Sunday night football, and then they have Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then they play at noon on Thursday night. That just seems like it seems dangerous from a health standpoint. 
And it seems like this is just awful planning from the NFL. But but let me ask you this. So they played just Sunday night. I mean, the Lions only played – they're only getting like a three-hour three, three hour head start or maybe like – I mean, is that really a big deal? I mean, I, I understand what you're saying health-wise, but competitive advantage-wise. Well, if you factor in like they have that amount of time to travel. Yeah. Like they've got those three hours to travel back to well, wherever. It's in Chicago, right? No, it's in, is it in Detroit or in Chicago? I believe it's – in, it's in Detroit. I mean, that's well, who, not too far away. Who was the player that wrote um, an article? It may have been last year, a couple of years ago, um, for the Players Tribune, talking about how they didn't like Thursday night games with the turnaround from Sunday because deleting those, you know, couple of days and and basically they laid out their schedule from like the day after you're on your own, you're in the cold tub, you know, you're you're recovering from your injuries. The next day, you're you know working out. Anyways, he goes through the schedule and basically like you're having to recover from these traumatic injuries. Now delete two days out of that schedule, yeah. and everything gets rammed forward by two days. So by the time you get to Thursday, your body is still not kind of fully recovered from taking an ass beating just a few days before. So the so I guess the solution would be the teams that are playing in <clears throat> for Thanksgiving either need to have a previous Thursday game or they either need to be just have a bye, a bye week. week would be. I agree. And I, I, you got to put this on the NFL. It's, it's them trying to make a sexy, sex, sexy, sexy <laughs> NFL schedule for Thanksgiving. And who doesn't want to see the bears play the lions, right? You know, right. There's a NFC North, you know, <laughs> matchup, but the bears yeah, are going to demolish. Them. They are absolutely going to eat them alive. But, um, it's the NFL just fucking up again. Yeah. I mean, doing. it's them not giving a shit about their no, player safety. That's exactly what yeah. it is. And you bark player safety from right. from the rafters. And then, yeah. yeah. You set up all your little blue tents for your medical reviews and shit. And I mean, let's be, let's be honest here. They were going to play that game in Mexico until the NFLPA made such a huge stink out of it. Yeah. Until people started sharing that all over the place and going, uh, look yeah. at how fucking shitty this field looks. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, until people started sharing what Shakira did to that field. <laughs> and this is all on Shakira. Fucking then. Shakira. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was egregious uh, and worth mentioning. But let's get to uh, coaches who are on the hot seat. And uh, if you were a coach who could pick your, your team, um, which of these these coaches who are probably going to be fired in the next few weeks would you want to take their position does that make sense did i yeah. did i butcher that i felt like i butchered that so i, I think, I, you, I, think I, you I, I think i get what yeah. you're talking okay. about okay so uh for instance i'm expecting that mike uh will get fired from the the packers yeah i so, would assume so why do you besides aaron Rodgers, what else about that team do you uh find appealing what else do you need You've got a franchise quarterback. You've well, got, obviously, you need more than that because <laughs> look at them now. Well, you need to get out of his fucking way. I mean, you need to let him play his ball, and you need to stop, you know, doing all these stupid, stupid decisions that he's doing. Like, I don't understand <coughs> why they were sharing the rock between Aaron Jones and Ty Montgomery. Like, what are you doing? Aaron Jones is an infinitely better player. He's proved it already. So you just need to move aside give it to Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers and let them go to work. Um, I mean, yeah, you got that. You got Devontae Adams, who's a great young receiver. Um, 
I'm not necessarily sold on Jimmy Graham as an option going forward, but uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to make his receivers open. Uh, I think, was it Mike who was talking about the shopping cart thing? Yeah. You, you really just need Devontae Adams in a couple shopping carts, and that team will score points. Uh, you need to get rid of him and get you a, get you a nice, shiny defensive coordinator somewhere. I think, yeah, I think that's probably my most attractive pick is Green Bay because also the logistics of it. you got a GM who seems to give a shit, which is kind of hard to find sometimes in the NFL because you've got a lot of owners. and Yeah, and, and in Green Bay, you don't have an owner, like, really. Right, right. So, Green Bay, you've got the yep. collective. Yeah. That sounds like a cult. But, um, you've got a board of directors. They are kind of a cult. No, but Green – and then you've got a fan base that is going to show up. They're going to show the hell up. Now, obviously, they're going to want to – See you produce. Sure. Hopefully you can do that. Are you going to be able to produce, Keith? No. No, neither am I. I'd, I'd get fired in year two. But um, <laughs> I would absolutely Ken wasn't on the fuck out of the team. I'm not but. sleeping at the office. I know Mike Vrabel, <laughs> okay? I might sleep at the office, but it's not to prepare for work. It's, it's like it, I couldn't drive home that night. <laughs> yeah, 2 a.m. and daddy got into the maker's mark. But <laughs> I think I would probably go Jaguars. Really? Because they you have want a, to live in that swamp <coughs> or dump. Well, no, I'd live. You're, I'd live oh, outside you, Jacksonville. <laughs> no, no, no. You Would live you in London up? in a yeah. couple of years. Yeah, that's what you're. Oh, yeah, for. there you Actually, go. there it is. But I mean, they got a really great defense, and I all you have to do is one simple thing. If you're the coach, convince the ownership to get rid of Blake Bortles. That's it. That's that's all you got to do. If you change that one thing, they would be a totally, completely different team. I fixed it. I got yeah. rid of Blake. I wouldn't even have to do anything. I Where's mean, my that's bonus? It. Yeah, just get rid of Blake. and It's addition by subtraction, and the team is obviously going to be way better than what they are now. I yeah. mean, it shouldn't be that hard to do. I mean, the guy leaves his keys and wallet in his truck, so you should just be able to take his favorite jorts and leave them 30 miles outside of town, and he'll never find his way back. <laughs> there it is. You don't have to trade him. He just didn't come to work. Yeah, you just... We fixed the glitch, okay? <laughs> So let's see. Who do we pass up on our way to uh, to those answers? We passed uh, the, the Jets, Browns. the Browns, the I Browns. I would say because I personally believe that Haslam is an awful owner who sticks his nose in too much. It's starting to look that way. Not even starting. It looks that way. Yeah. Uh, th- that's the same reason why I don't think the Cowboys make the cut either. Is the ownership God, situation? No. Yeah. And another thing about the Browns is. I think you're probably still got a couple of playmakers away, and Chubb looks good. He's the receivers are a little iffy. Yeah, and but let's, and their defense. I mean, you they're got, they're up and down. You got so. Baker though, and he yeah. you can attract some talent. Saying you got Baker, Chubb, and and Miles Garrett. It would it would be hard to do, but talk about loyal fan base. I was just gonna say if <laughs> if you want to look at this. From the prospect of what tools do you already have to work with? Yeah. Or do you want to look at this like both, most of America looks at their job like, what's the least amount of work right. I could do <laughs> with my fan base, quote-unquote, my employers still being okay with it? And I think the Browns are definitely the best possibility where you're like, like, is our head coach good? I got you five wins. He did. And that beer fridge opened five times last year, and I'll never forget him for that. You I, know? Think, I think the Jets could be, could be one that... Sneaky. Is sneaky good, and they're going to be sneaky patient with you. The Jets? Yeah. Yeah, but you got to deal with... Fucking Fireman Ed. You got to deal with Fireman Ed. You got to deal with that fan base. You got to deal with the New York media, which I know that people always bring that up. But, man, it's a real deal. You got to deal with that 
East Coast crap right in your face with yeah. every time you fart in someone's general direction, <laughs> they're going to write a newspaper article about it. Yeah. We uh, we skip past the Broncos. I mean, that's pretty obvious. I don't obvious. know if I really want that job. I don't. You know how many edibles I'd have to consume to work for what's-his-face? John Elway? Yeah. <laughs> God. He probably has a drawer full in his office, I would assume. That's an aging defense, and yeah. then you got Case Keenum. Yeah, it's not really going to be a you got to deal with that lack of oxygen. Ugh. Yeah. Um, anybody else that I'm forgetting? Did we say Listen. Tampa Bay? Oh, yeah, Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay, but no quarterback situation, horrible defense. Yeah. They have no running backs. I mean, it's it's a mess. I'll take yeah, the job at Tampa Bay if my office can be in that pirate ship. Hey, there you go. Hey, you got to consider this. That's a tax free state there. Oh, Income yep. tax free. Yep. But it's Florida on, on your millions. Yeah, but it's Florida. Yeah, but you can you can you know you can get an apartment in Jacksonville and then live like in a respectable area. <laughs> that's not Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jacksonville's huge though. I mean, like that's a gigantic ass place to try to get away from. I'm telling you, Tampa, I'll take the job and give me the pirate ship. That's all. I just want to fire the you cannons. You just want to live in the pirate ship. I just ship. want to fire the cannons. I don't give a shit what the team does. Run Fitzmagic out there. Just keep doing your thing. I'm just going to fire it? these cannons. Sorry, I'm getting off topic here, but wasn't there a uh, an article about somebody getting in trouble on the pirate ship down in Tampa Bay? I feel like it. Like they were sneaking onto the pirate ship to do something. Yes. There was, um, I don't even want to pretend to make up who it was, but there was some team employees that were, um, commiserating with each other on the uh, on the boat and got fired like for like it. having a champagne picnic. Um, yeah, having a champagne picnic, yes. except it involved uh, nudity. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> pretty sure that's correct. If not, feel free to slide into my DMs and tell me I'm an asshole. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's get to our last segment of the pod here. Um, since it uh, since we've got a, a three game slate for Thanksgiving, we're going to do three times as long on the back to the future Thursday night football recap from Wednesday that you're listening to on Wednesday. Yes. Technically. So we're going to tell you what's going to happen in the games tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. So three minutes on the clock, we've got bears, lions, Redskins, Cowboys, and Falcons saints. And you're going to tell me what happens tomorrow and go. Um, Wait, wait, which game are we starting with? Um, Any of them. Oh, we're doing a full three minutes just across well, the board? Well, the problem is is that the NFL has now decided to merge all three games, and they're playing <laughs> all at the same time in fields that intersect. See, I missed yes. that because uh, my uncle got drunk, spilled his uh, beer on the cable box, and we weren't able to watch TV. <laughs> That's a real shame. Yeah. Well, what you missed is the players had to wear these meat suits that were made out of turkey leftovers. So every time they tackled grease and turkey bits would fly everywhere and it was kind of gross, but I bet it smelled great. Did anybody dress as a country ham? No, sadly not. No, but Um, Phil Sims did try to come out there with that skill at a blackberry cobbler and got hit in the face with it. I was very pleased. Yeah. I was also pleased with at halftime that the, uh, the Redskins and the Cowboys fans just traded owners. They were like, we've had it with Snyder. We've had it with Jones. You guys figure it out. But aren't they basically the same person? They're yes. just a different type of asshole? Yeah. Like, now, I, I did get to listen to the Nickelback halftime performance. What oh. did y'all think of that? Well, um, it was Nickelback. Yeah. So it, it was phenomenal. But Yeah, it was the greatest thing I've ever <laughs> it seen. It was the greatest. I mean, you I know. couldn't stop crying just because of joy and, and appreciation for the moment that I was in. I just, I, you know, a minute 15 into this, I just... I, Nickelback is just really what strikes out to me is the yeah. best part of this performance. But 
the fact that the Saints came out, and again, all all three games were playing at the same time, but the Saints were able to put up 60 points with this debacle going on at the center of the field. Yeah. Drew yeah. Brees actually threw touchdowns to every other team's receivers, and they scored, and it counted for the Saints. And he still didn't get the MVP for it. Nope. No. It's depressing. Not a single MVP. So. For that one game. Three games? One? I don't I don't know how to, t- to, to say this. Yeah. So. <laughs> So did was Matt Patricia able to eat himself out of the all meat lineup, or did he just stand on the sidelines just looking like he usually does? Well, uh, I thought it was interesting when uh, the Scooby Doo gang came out and revealed that Matt Patricia was actually a living bear who was just kind of wandering <laughs> the sidelines with a uh, pencil behind his ear. <laughs> they pulled they pulled off the bear mask, and it's just who we thought it was, Matt Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that's about it. I think I, I think I, we covered everything. I think that's really it. The final score was three thousand and seventeen to nine. To Drew Brees won. Who yeah, scored yeah. nine points? Uh, probably Julio a kicker. Jones. <laughs> <Julio> <laughs> what did, Jones what did they do points. with those meat jerseys? Did they exchange meat jerseys at the end? Matt the Patricia them? took it back home to his uh, family <laughs> in the cave. Matt Patricia mauled. Everyone I don't think he took it to his family. Jerseys. I think he ate it in the car silently, <laughs> then went home. <laughs> Congratulations. We have wasted two minutes and yeah. 45 seconds of your time. Yeah. And that that's what happened tomorrow for yep. you. You're welcome. Congratulations. Well, uh, thanks for listening, Efforts. <laughs> um, we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we would also appreciate it uh, if you guys could do us a small favor. Ratings and reviews really help people find uh, our podcast. And if you like what you're uh, listening to, and you want to help more awesome people like yourself discover the show, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you're listening on your phone right now, you can just head over to the show page, swipe down. And if you're not on Apple Podcasts, just tap the link in the show notes to get there. Make sure that you uh, visit Music City Miracles for all things Titans related. And you can hit us up on Twitter at, at EffordsPod. Uh, we didn't get to it this week, but if you want to send Lebowski some horrible rap lyrics you can at Mr. Lebowski. I still need some. Um, we are football and other F words and you've just been effed. I don't want your trouble words. I don't want your trouble words. I actually do want your trouble words. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.